All right. It says we're live. All right. Welcome back to Everything EOS, the longest running EOS podcast. I'm your host today, Chaney Moore, and with me is the king of sling, slayer of FUD, Mr. EOS himself, Zach Gall. And the whale of voice, the voice whale. Oh, I can't forget that. The man with all the voice tokens himself, the beta tokens of Zach. Don't get ahead of yourself. But hey, uh, we're going to jump right in today. We have an action-packed show for you, a huge list of things we're going to try to get through. So uh, don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel. It helps with the YouTube algorithms. And with that, Zach, hey, let's jump right in and, and get the show started. Well, I, I told you we were going to commemorate this show with a burn. We're going to light a candle, and we're going to celebrate. Now, why are we talking about a burn today, Chaney? What, what happened today in the last ah. 24 hours? I don't know, but it has something to do with, I think, nine figures worth of, of, of tokens, just poof. In the last 24 hours, a proposal was made on the EOS mainnet first to decrease inflation from 5%, which was the default setting, all the way down to 1%. Next, they proposed uh, another proposal that took all of the accumulated funds that were just sitting in EOSIO.saving and they burned them. And people say that the current top 21 can't get shit done. Well, they got shit done. This has been something that, that's been on the table for a while now. Um, I think it was even back on the referendum, uh, the, the burning of savings, wasn't it? Or the Yeah, so two. if you recall, we, we've burned savings once before uh, for all the good it did, with, did us because we didn't turn the faucet off. But you're absolutely right. Uh, they burned uh, 30 plus million tokens that were sitting out there. And one of the major problems people had with uh, the, you know, the four percent inflation, there was nothing dedicated. It was going to the WPS, but we we never have used that or utilized that properly. And, and a lot of people claim it was a honeypot uh, out there yep. just waiting to be abused. And now you know what? That's it's not gone. there anymore. It, it's, it's gone. Not, it, it's great. Faucet's off too, so it's not going to keep accumulating. So, like you said, I, I think it was some some time in like the month or two before B one June, we burned all of the accumulated funds in the EOSIO.saving, but an even longer time has passed, I think, since that point to this point. And there was over $135 million of EOS tokens sitting in this honeypot that everyone was afraid that the, the block producers might one day pillage. Well, now all those tokens are gone. Uh, and it, I mean, it had an effect. It lowered the market cap of EOS by $135 million, but right. who cares? Like the fact that we burned that, as far as I know, and I, I, I trust me, I live in an EOS bubble here, so I don't know every project outside of here, but um, I don't think any other project or token has ever had this big of a burn ever. Not that comes to mind, not when you couple it with the previous burn as well, and a reduction in inflation uh, of a magnitude of 80% reduction, right? Um, it's one fifth of the inflation that it was yesterday. Uh, and people don't realize what impact that can have uh, on, on going forward. And if you look at it, I think you and I talked about it earlier. If you look at the market right now, everybody's down, you know, Bitcoin's <laughs> down two, 3%. And, uh, you know, here we are remaining it, pretty stable. Green it little feels bit. good being green in a sea of red. We, we don't <laughs> talk. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to see a green right here. Like I got this, I just want to pump this Mountain Dew zero sugar. It's a, it's a new flavor of diet Mountain Dew. It's delicious. And it, going to make my my screen look all crazy today so i apologize if every time i take a drink i disappear but um brendan's been on fire this week especially today so let's pull up his tweets and, and oh yeah and he talk, has talk been hot mm -hmm. that's right all right so on my first slide this is exactly what we talked about today wow i woke up today to find a proposal to reduce eos network inflation from five percent to one percent that has been proposed and passed by the community this speaks to the power of decentralized governance and networks designed to operate in the best interest of their holders. And then he also said exactly what we said with the burn. He, he was a little modest in his number. He said over a hundred million US dollars burned, but it was actually over 135 million US dollars burned. Um, and then what was his next one here? Um, so th this, you, you could talk about this one because we were just talking about the inflation there and how big of a deal this 1% is. You want to kind of quote, uh, Brendan's uh, calculations here and explain why this 1% is a huge freaking deal here? 
Sure. Uh, so right here, this big one you have highlight, you can use current inflation rates to roughly calculate the amount of new U.S. dollars needed to maintain current prices. So Bitcoin, $6.1 billion a year, more than the entire market cap of EOS in inflation, just to make sure that uh, the, the, the chain is secure and the transactions get taken care of. Ethereum, $750 million. And now EOS, well, we're paying our block producers $40 million a year based on current prices. That number was $200 million a year at current prices. So we've done a great job reducing that. Yeah, and what, what these prices mean is um, whatever today's price is, I don't know, let's just, uh, let's round it off to $4 Four. EOS price. If in one year, in over the course of one year, there would have to be at least forty million dollars of tokens purchased by people who didn't previously own those tokens, just to keep the price baseline at exactly what it is today. So you look at Ethereum; you, it, that number is orders of magnitude higher, seven hundred fifty million dollars, just to maintain the status quo. Let let alone if you want to go up, and, and Bitcoin astronomical number but that's exactly why the halvening is such a big deal that's why everyone in the the bitcoin and crypto community is talking about the halvening because this 6.14 billion dollars will get cut down to 3 billion which is also a pretty big freaking and, deal and brendan goes on to say there that that uh, the eth miners increased their rewards their transaction uh rewards here recently and and what did the eth token holders have to say about that you know we at least get to elect our bps and, and represent and talk to them and tell them what we want and then they, it's their job to take that information and make it happen let let me ask you this uh because i i saw some people responding to brendan's tweets and saying like the the, the fact that this even happened like this isn't decentralized because they were able to make a decision because usually decentralization is pretty sloppy it usually takes a long time mm -hmm. to get things done but it actually got done. Let me ask you this question. If you were currently voting for, I know that you might not be voting for all of the top 21, but hypothetically, if you were, would the actions that they took over the last 24 hours cause you to change your vote and not vote for them anymore? No, because those, those were, uh, the incentives were in line, aligned, right? It was mm -hmm. everybody's best interest to remove that from that perspective. It increased the value for all token holders. And, uh, uh, it was unnecessary and it got taken care of in a good manner. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, it, it came quick, man. It, it, it's great. It came I, as a surprise. I don't know how long it was in the works. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure there's a lot of effort that went on behind the scenes and we, we're not sure of, but um, it, it did, it did pop up relatively quickly. So I, I think what this does is it opens up the door for um, the conversation of a possible WPS to move forward a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, I had Eve from US Nation on a, a week ago, I believe, uh, or, and, and we talked about it. And part, part of their proposal, and they came up with this at the EOS Community Conference back in, in uh, Rio in October. So this isn't just a, like an EOS Nation thing. Um, they've been working with Attic Lab though to kind of code it out. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the timeline is for that, but they were very specific where they said, the funding does not come from inflation and it doesn't come from EOSIO.saving because like whenever you hear WPS, you're like, oh, we don't want more inflation. That, that It's going to get pillaged. We don't want a honeypot. Well, I think what this did was it eliminated two sources of objections that would possibly come up whenever we start this conversation of a WPS again. So I, I think that's interesting. Right. And it should make it clear. Uh, like, like I know I watched that show. Uh, you said that, uh, hey, we're talking about, what, 50,000 EOS here, not 35 million so yeah. uh, it's very clear that that's no longer on the table. It's gone and it should make this a, a lot more straightforward if we can get that pushed through as well. So I want to pull up Bloomer's tweets again, because how refreshing, like we're talking about the price. I, I hate talking about price on this show because I like talking about like the tech and like education, but I, I think it has something to do with uh, the sentiment in the air. The fact that that Bloomer over the last couple of days has been calling out EOS by name, by the three letters. And like everyone here is pro EOS IO. I don't want to get any misconceptions, but big, big mamas, the EOS, the, the EOS public chain. Uh, and, and we'll get into why in a little bit, but I, I just wanted to pull up uh, another one of his tweets. He, he went to war 
So I, I think Brendan's tweet storm started with some FUD that happened earlier this week. Uh, like we, we were, we were kind of, um, Cheney and I before the show were kind of walking through certain things we wanted to talk about. And so much has happened in the last few days that we forgot how it all started. This whole week started with another Brady Dale FUD article where he's calling out vote buying and shit, saying how EOS isn't decentralized, vote buying, they're, they're abusing the system, blah, blah, blah. And then Bloomer came to the defense. I think a lot of these tweets that are up on the screen uh, are, are kind of in, in a counter to those arguments. And then Binance Research Report put out a research report about the staking pools and stuff. And then the very next day, Binance actually launches a block producer uh, at their, their account name is Binance.stake or Binance Stake, I mean, sorry. And it already has millions of votes. I don't have it in front of me. So all that stuff happened. And in the midst of it, we have Brendan Bloomy here fighting, fighting off the FUD like a bulldog. And, and you're right. I just want to make it very clear. This is EOS, not EOS, IO. Uh, you know, he's been very clear in his delineations between EOSIO and, and EOS. So uh, this is all talking about the chain and not the software. Mm -hmm. uh, is there any? Oh, and then I, I have another tweet up here. So there's been another issue going on that I wanted to bring up. I'm, I'm not going to read through all of these tweets. I'm sorry for the people listening on, on iTunes. You can still watch it on, uh, on YouTube. Um, but we have some tweets up on the screen. I'm not going to read them verbatim. But I wanted to bring up one more thing that happened this week before we get into all the cool voice stuff. Uh, Brendan said, EOSIO is so scalable at the blockchain level that many applications have a hard time scaling the rest of their infrastructure to keep up, hashtag EOS. And he's talking specifically about Coinbase. Right. So there's been an issue. Ramon Binlish from Blockstart and investing with a difference. He's been talking about he has some funds locked up on a, a withdraw, I think, from Binance. Or not from Binance, from Coinbase. And they've been sending out the customer support tweets saying, sorry, EOS is not working cor correctly. And Brendan came in to stop that FUD too. He said, this is not an EOS blockchain thing. This is something going on at Coinbase. And then the key part of this tweet is that he says, we, as in block one, are working with Coinbase to help them with their performance issues. So right. what, th what this tells us is that block one is in communication with Coinbase. They're helping upgrade their infrastructure because I think it's an infrastructure problem because exchanges don't use public API endpoints like, like most other people do. Like they run their own full nodes and own in infrastructure. And I, I think it's just having a hard time syncing with the mainnet because the mainnet's just blazing fast right now and running so many yeah. transactions. You don't have it pulled up. He says, uh, he wanted to say, no, there are no EOS network confirmation delays, nor have there been any highlighted to, with us. The EOS network is operating at full performance. So uh, it's something there, I think, where they were looking at an API. They were, they were attached to an API that wasn't uh, running very, very fast. And so they were having issues with that, that connection. All right. And then... Uh, I think I'm going backwards here. I think I started the tweets at like what happened today. And I think we're going like retroactive. Oh, it's fine. Oh, this is good. Great. This was the most bullish tweet we've seen. And it was in response to where will it be hosted? So Brendan Bloomer, EOS. And, and this, I, I don't have the whole tweet, but it was in regards to the Binance research stuff. It was a big, long thread of a bunch of FUD and Bloomer coming to attack it. EOS is the only public blockchain we could run voice on. And now, then, let's break that down for a second, Zach. So, you know, there's a lot of people arguing, like you said, Douglas Horns in here a second. What does he mean by that? Does he mean we be one because we have the resources available to, to run voice on the EOS blockchain because we have 100 million tokens and so much RAM? Uh, or is he saying that EOS is, is the only chain that we trust to be decentralized enough and have enough value to protect the value of the voice tokens on and that we, we trust the block producers there to do what's right versus Telos or, or Warbly or some other EOS side chains? Well, I was somewhere in this thread and my response to, I believe, Doug's post maybe, um, I said that it had a lot to do with market cap and security. So we could assume like voices plan with hundreds of millions of dollars in marketing budget that they're going to bring on enough users that there's going to be a significant market cap to this voice token. I don't have a great estimate. Let's say a hundred million dollar market cap. That's like five times half these sister chains. Like I, I don't know other market caps, but you can't have a token that sits on top of a blockchain and have that token on top of it 
that have more, more value. Have more, yeah, have more value than the chain itself, potentially. That's right. Because, if a smart contract, because there's a real reason there, a real incentive there to uh, do something that's not right, to steal that value away. And the other thing is, so the argument against that as well, if they needed the resources to run voice on any EOSIO sister chain, it would drive up the price of the token. Yeah, but like... They already have the EOS tokens. They don't have to drive up the price at all. Uh, that's sure. the first argument. But the second one is that all of these other chains, for the most part, have racks. Like, why they would rent the tokens, and then it would make transactions so much more expensive for everyone else. And the whole argument for a lot of these chains are their free accounts and cheap transactions. Right. As soon as you get a project like Voice on there, all that goes away. The price of the token goes up. Everyone's happy, but then the price of transactions go up, and all of the DApps that are currently subsidized on the system their costs all go up significantly and if they don't have a revenue model what do you what do you do next um but then just to uh close out this tweet and then we'll get into some voice recapping uh brendan clarified like doug said like why can't you run voice on any other eosio chain it's not a technology issue I, i i talos has great technology uh and and so does wax and so does um, Bose, for example, EOS Force even probably, like, ha- I think they could all run it technologically. I-, I-, I think it has to do with market cap and security and the fact that Block One already has the resources like baked into the main net and all that RAM. Yeah. But uh, Brendan said, you're right. EOS is the only major public blockchain that it could run on, but EOSI public chains are all capable of the performance required. It's funny. He says you're right there, but he doesn't really answer you know what what is doug right about you know he goes on to say is it a technical issue legal issue economic issue or something else you're right you know it doesn't really uh explain the the issue there but it is definitely bullish for eos that uh they're keeping their eyes there and while i don't say it will and it still could run on uh i still take that uh, as a very very positive signal so i don't think like all of voice is going to run on any one chain we like the future's multi-chained i think that the token could potentially live on the main net. I, I think uh, uh, there could be like a global account maybe that sits on the main net and, and maybe voice is one of the accounts linked to that account. I think it could be uh, data redundancy. Maybe it keeps a mirrored copy of the public voice blockchain and block one uses their resources to, to like pack all that data on chain i think what you you'll see zach my this is pure speculation here you'll see all the the transactions associated with the voice platform rely stay on the voice network but you'll have a, a simple uh inter blockchain token swap feature that locks up your tokens on the voice platform and then opens up those tokens on your eos account on the eos chain and then you can do and swap and do what you want to with those tokens there at that point. Interact with them, sell them, trade them, do whatever you, you will at that time. And that's where the security comes from, that that uh, they know that they can trust that uh, token swap. And that's why they need EOS versus these other networks. All right. I think people want to keep it about- going. Keep it going. Yeah. We gotta I think get, people want to hear about voice. Wow. We got through all the other topics pretty quick. Now we can talk about voice. So it's been what uh, about a week? It's been about what twelve days, maybe since the voice launch. Eleven days, ten days. I don't know. It, it's been somewhere around there. So we've had plenty of time to play around with it. Um, what have your thoughts been on it so far? It's been fun. Uh, you know, they got a long ways to go. Of course, this is beta, right? Uh, but I've really enjoyed, uh, and I find myself less and less going out to Twitter and other other applications. Hey, quit showing that 16,500 rewards out Sorry, there. Sorry, I had to claim my rewards. tokens. Yeah, I understand. But it's fun, right? I mean, you go out there, uh, it's 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 hard. You know, it's not really easy to search for individuals. It's not really easy to um, look up specific things. But you can sort by news, sort by hot, sort by, you know, most voice, et cetera. So that, that's good. Uh, but it's it's fun. Like you said, you went out there and you claimed claimed your tokens just now. It's fun to figure out uh, the games, if you will. Okay, this one has uh, 2,000 voice tokens. I think it's, you know, reasonably could get up to 3,000. I'm going to go ahead and voice it again. So, um, yeah, I was going to bring this one up. So, in your math here, what, what do you think we're actually burning here now that you, you – I saw you had some comments related to um, – down further saying your math may have been a little bit off there. What do you really think the token so, burn okay. is? 
Um, so the estimate I had was 400 users on voice, but I'm pretty sure that it's closer to 500 now. And the, the way I got to that number is like it says here, um, there's a lot of people on the platform that every time they see a post, they click that person's name. They see if they're listening to them already. Like, like for example, I can't see it on my own post. Uh, but if I click on someone else's post, like I could see if I'm listening to them or not. So now I'm listening to them. So what they're doing is they're listening to everyone and then they click into their name and then it, it lets you see who they're listening to. So this, this is one of the guys that's, that estimated the number, Edward Carpenter. Uh, the other day he said there were about 400 users on voice. Now, as you can see, it's closer to 468. And what he's doing is he's doing what I'm doing. He's looking at other people's lists and he's literally clicking on every single one of these red boxes that says listen and he's listening to all of these people. So that, that's how we're getting these numbers. So let me get back to my post. Uh, man, where was it? Oh, so basically I did my math off 400 users. Uh, we could estimate to 500 users, 450 users. And I was just trying to figure out how many tokens are minted each day. So something I couldn't account for is uh, you get a one month upfront advance whenever you first enter the platform. So every day, every user is rewarded 100 tokens that they can claim. Now, but, um, now there's been some recent changes to that, though, too, before you get too far into that. We now have likes. We're now getting like rewards as well. So let me throw your, throw your game off here, but go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know how many are being minted each day. I was strictly going off of um, the, the UBI or whatever you want to call it, the daily rewards, which is 100 right. tokens per user. I per completely day. ignored how many tokens a brand new user gets because a brand new user is going to get 3,000 tokens. 30 days worth, that's right. Uh, but I just wanted to see the churn uh, for, for the, the daily rewards. So I estimated that there are 40,000 voice tokens minted strictly from the 100 token claim that every user on the platform was using. And then I tried to figure out how many uh, like voice were actually spent in a given time. And the way I did that was I, I sorted this list by uh, not even most, yeah, most voiced. So basically, see how this says three hours, six hours, six hours, six hours. I literally just scrolled this entire thing forever. And then I did like a, a control F and then I, I just... I searched for everything that was less than one day. And then I had a spreadsheet open and I added them all together. And I, I took liberties. Like if there was a bunch of them that said like nine, 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 I would like just guess on them and say like a hundred. Uh, so I took some liberties, but the number I came up with was 38,280 tokens. And that number went up because I, I recalculated after I made this post and it was already up to like 45,000, 50,000. Uh, so what that means is that just as many tokens are being uh, gambled essentially on the voice it game as are being generated from the daily claim. And every time you voice a post, 33% of it is burned. So, that, so for 40,000 tokens uh, getting voiced in a 24 hour period, that would mean that more than 12,632 were burned. So there's constantly being tokens burned. And that was basically what I came up with. And it, it kind of sucks that we have to do this math manually and scrape the website to do it uh, because we are on a blockchain after all. Uh, I, I'll have to public. go back and look at that, Zach. I think that maybe a little off because you remember uh, uh, you pay back the other person. It's only 33% of the increase, right? Is being burned. Uh, right? So so here's, here's how it works. So you, you see here, you could calculate everything off of the final total every time. Okay. So out of this 4.8K, 33% of that went to the author. 33% of that was burned. And then the other 33% all went to whoever the previous voice it when top bid was. So uh, the way I remember it is it should have been, let's say the previous voice, it would have been 30, 30% 30 lower, right? So the previous voice, it would have been 3.6, yeah, 3, 3,600, 3, right? Yeah, the way the math works, you're right. So the 33% split always comes from the 10% profit. Right. But if you calculate it on the All final the way voice, back. 
it, it, it does the same thing if you just gotcha. do it off the final number. Uh, I, I got the idea. I didn't know that either. Dan said it in a comment somewhere. I'm not going to search. It may, no, it makes sense. And look, yeah, you're, you're doing it all the way up the, up the chain. Yeah. So that means that the minimum that the author is going to get is 33%. But if that author participated in the voice it game, and that's how I've made a lot of my tokens, you're able to make more than 33%. You can make up to 66% of, of, of the total profit. Well, not, you couldn't do that because you have to voice it against someone. Right. But uh, the one tip I have for content creators are that if you're, if you write a post, whenever you're playing the voice it game and getting into a voice it battle with someone, you're always bidding at a 33% discount because no matter what you bid, it's all coming back to you. So if you think in your head that everything's at a 33% discount, then, then you, you're, you're kind of already ahead whenever you start the battle and it kind of de-risks you. Cause then if you're holding the bag at the end, you, you're not holding the full bag like someone else would. Just real quick, there's a, there's a few comments going on in the chat if you'll, if you'll pull that up. So, guys, just remember that you're right. This is KYC. Voice is not for everyone. If you don't want a KYC, then honestly, it's not trying to fix everything in the world. It's, it's trying to fix certain issues, and, and it requires KYC. Um, and that said, right now, you're right. It requires you to post your, your legal name and, and your picture out there. But they've said that they're going to try to do that differently in the future. So this is beta. You know, guy, if, if you're not happy with beta, it's beta. Don't join beta. Give it some time. See what the actual product is rolled out. Don't rail against the system and say, oh, hell, KYC, it's, it's ridiculous. Why do I have my name up there? Why is my picture up there? Give it a little bit more time to mature. They've already said that they're going to try to take care of some of these things. And, and, you know, don't worry about it right now. It's a beta with 480 people in it. Yeah. And Sorry. Facebook, my, I've been using my real name on everything for years now. Facebook being like one of them. Facebook knows where I slept last night. It knows where I ate dinner last night. It, it knows so much about me. It knows so much about my life that someone having my driver's license is nothing to me. And I use this example all the time. Whenever I travel to Washington, D.C. or San Francisco or, or Tel Aviv, Israel, they all have these rental scooters. No hesitation at all. I scanned my driver's license so I could rent a scooter around and drive it around the city. Like most normal mainstream people don't care about scanning their driver's license for certain things. This is essentially a bank. And, and by having this KYC up front, voice could eventually become an exchange in and of itself. Like they always say like EOS could scale Bitcoin. What if they had a Bitcoin wallet on voice and you could swap between your voice tokens? I think one of the best marketing plans for voice would be to stack sets. Most people aren't going to use their voice. Most people are going to sell their voice. Like the only people that are going to use voice are advertisers, people that actually can make money off of these posts and post the banner at the top. Most people are going to take their hundred voice tokens and just say, it, like they might use them for certain things like paywalls or maybe to get access to certain posts. But for the most part, they're just going to swap them for something else. They could swap them for sats. I think yeah. stacking sats would be a beautiful marketing plan uh, for voice. That would be pretty cool. Take, uh, turn your voice into Bitcoin. Exactly. That, that, that's, I hope, one of, their, one of their game plans. I don't know. I think it's still very early. Um, <laughs> but let, let's kind of talk about the usage. Like, it's, it's missing features. Uh, if you right. could start talking about it, I'm going to find a post because I didn't have it bookmarked. But someone... Sure. You know, like I said earlier, you, you, you really can't search. Uh, the voice it isn't working right. You know, you, there's supposed to be a comment associated with voicing. Uh, and right now it does is it lets you buy the post, essentially get your name at the top. There's supposed to be a comment associated with that. That isn't, didn't launch. Uh, you can't search for friends. You can't search for, for posts. Uh, I don't think the tagging system really is working uh, yet. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, that, that could be made um, better that we just aren't seeing yet so it but like i said earlier it takes time this is beta uh it's gonna gonna happen it just needs to uh we need to be patient let b1 do their thing or voice do their thing got distracted i saw one of my posts from yesterday uh so this was big news yesterday michael yates uh was digging through the voice chain uh he found an action called add admin set jurisdiction as a parameter. And he saw all these codes here and he identified them as 
the uh, ISO codes, which are like three digit numbers associated with every country. And these were the countries listed in the uh, voice, one of the voice smart contracts. There so the biggest surprise here, where, where's Canada? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought for sure Canada would, and I even put it here, like I, I thought it was gonna be here sooner. But uh, this, Sorry, is guys. this is no super exciting. Uh, so if you're part of any of these countries, you live in any of these countries, you have a driver's license in any of these countries, congratulations. Uh, someone asked in the chat, is voice on iPhone? It is not, but uh, Dan Larimer has commented many times saying he's posting from native iOS. So I think it might be either waiting on approval or just waiting well, for... So I am able to log in via Safari, right? So I can use it on my iPhone. That's primarily how I use it is on oh, my iPhone, but it's not, was... but, but it's not a native app yet. You're right. So I can still use voice, uh, on my phone. Uh, and that said though, there are some problems anytime I leave Safari and go to another application or even go to another window within Safari, I have to, uh, reload or go back into it because I apparently, uh, lose my connection to the blockchain and I can't like or do other, other uh, actions at that time. But yeah, I can use it on mobile. Yeah, so I guess if that was their question, it's good for mobile or desktop. So let's get into some honest feedback. Um, you haven't made a post yet, though, have you? No, I, I honestly haven't had much to say. I've been, uh, I've been doing a lot of voicing, a lot of liking, a lot of commenting. Uh, the text formatting is a lot better on desktop, I think. I'll, let me share my screen again here. Um, so it's a rich... Oh, no, I have a post up that I didn't want to share. Hold on. <laughs> preview okay. guys yeah you saw here it, first so okay that that's a feature that's missing is a draft feature i want to I, I have like so many ideas for posts that i have to keep like a, a separate word document with a, like a bunch of ideas and, and rough drafts because on voice uh it caches your most recent article you're writing and, and it'll it, save huh? it on that one device but if you go on another device it's not saved and you can only have one post at a time i would like to have multiple uh drafts so I would like to have like five drafts saved. And I, I know even Twitter doesn't have the functionality to have more than one post saved in a draft, but I want that feature. Uh, but let me, let me pull up the rich text here and show everyone what the features are. All right, so basically it, it's standard if you ever use Medium. So you can click the plus sign, you could add pictures, you could add video from YouTube, you could embed code snippets, you could embed a tweet, you could add a horizontal line. And then like whenever you type, you highlight the text, you could bold it, you could italicize it, you can make it a title, bullet point, quotes, you could turn it into a hyperlink. So it's all standard stuff. It, it works relatively bug free on desktop. Uh, it still has its bugs. Uh, I had to clean out my cookies one time because my, my complete uh, page for creating posts wouldn't load anymore and I had to clear cookies to make it work or my cache. Um, but on uh, mobile, it, it's not very good on mobile. Uh, I don't want to get into all the details, but it's, it's pretty buggy, especially whenever you're trying to format the text. I, I've written entire posts before uh, where whenever I went to publish it, it kept giving me an error and there was no way for me to like get rid of the error. Uh, so I had to just start over and I ended up just going to my desktop and typing the post over again. Because yeah, I think that that has relation, like I said earlier, that you lose your connection to the chain. And even though you try to post it, there's problems out there. Like I said, I, I can like try to like things, try to comment. It just won't work until I refresh. Uh, let's get into Dan's post. He made two excellent posts yesterday. So Dan made two awesome posts yesterday. I heard a rumor that Dan was homesick yesterday. And that, that's why he was putting out such great content. <laughs> Playing <laughs> he, with the cats. And he was commenting like crazy. It was amazing. I'll, I'll pull up the comments to, to show everyone the conversation that he was having. So this is how I have to find Dan. This is why we need a search. I literally had to click my own profile and I got to scroll all the way down to the people I'm listening to. This yeah, see, this Dan. is not um, not good user interface. Wait, which one do we want to start with? Let's talk about economics and then we'll get into governance. All right, so basically what happened was someone posted uh, 24 hours on voice. Uh, Chris Abate, he might even be watching the show. Uh, I know him, just for uh, transparency. Uh, he had some complaints. Uh, he, he was critiquing the voice platform and 
duly noted. Uh, and he said, it's unfortunate as my close friend is a brand manager for popular Instagram influencers with tens of millions of followers at his disposal. He wanted to show him the platform, but it's not ready. That, mm. That's okay though. There's a lot of things not ready. I, I wouldn't want to bring like a Taylor Swift or an Oprah onto this platform at this point. No. Like we are so far from that. Uh, but like months, not years. Like, and uh, this is what Dan's post was in response to. So let's, let's get to the post everyone actually wants to look at here. Uh, so Dan immediately responded to this post, which was how we knew something was wrong because Dan's a busy guy. Like how the heck, like a lot of, a lot of these CEOs and CTOs, they have these posts written in advance. They have people proofread it for them. But this one had to have been written like on the fly because it was in response to another post. And whew, uh, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to highlight all of these, but he kind of went, went through the, the token economics and explains why the rich don't get richer in voice. So basically every, every time that you like voice a post, you're burning tokens. So by having the most tokens, it also means you've burned more tokens than anyone else. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the analytics to see exactly how many tokens I've burned. But for example, I think I've earned at least 10,000 tokens in the voice it game, which would mean I've risked a hundred thousand tokens to earn those. And I've probably burned, um, an equal amount that I've earned. So I probably burned at least 10,000 tokens in that process. Sure. And he, sorry. You're about to say something? No, I say, and I just want to be clear, folks, that, that winning the top voice uh, going forward, winning winning the voice at games, as Zach calls it here, is not a bad thing. There's going to be a lot of perks associated with being the top comment forever. On Shout out very... to Larry Dean Morris. More people are going to see your name on this video. See, there you go. And are going to read this post. And you're going to get a lot of people interacting with you say, who is this Larry Dean Morris? Uh, but going forward, if you can have a comment there, let's just really quickly talk about what can happen. Uh, let's say you have the top comment on a post that continues to get uh, traffic forever. Let's say it gets a, you know, a few thousand hits a day initially or, or whatever the case may be. Millions at first, hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, trickles off, whatever. But you have that top slot. And uh, if you have a connection out there, you, you can – sell that as an advertising spot and you can put it out there and and uh it's like a banner ad and the traffic that comes through there puts real money in your pocket because you can put a banner ad at that spot and, and that's confirmed brendan said it on twitter i don't have it queued up and dan said it in a couple of comments on different posts so you saw at the top out said like top voice and then it had larry dean morris's name now imagine if that was like a banner for like Netflix or something. Mm -hmm. And this was an evergreen post. I think the, the posts that have the most value to me are going to be the ones that are evergreen. And that what I mean by that is that the content will still be relevant months from now, weeks from now, maybe even a year from now, it'll still be relevant. That way it's still driving traffic to it over the long tail. Because then that banner ad at the top will, will be very, very uh, important because you're gonna get a lot more eyes on it. So it's like owning property. And you're owning mm -hmm. property on top of a post that you hope. So it's your back. choice there. Do you actually want to have a, an actual comment there? Do you actually want to go out there and make a statement? Or do you want to change that and monetize that and, you know, and sell that spot to somebody else at that point that you paid for with your voice if you're the winner? Yes. So imagine that. Uh, right now, it kind of sucks if you win. Some people actually take a lot of pride in it. I, I play yeah. the game. I'm just trying to get to I, I, certain people. Like if it's a Dan post or a Liquid Apps post. I'll, I'll voice it to the top and I don't mind holding that, but that that's the name of the game. Like if you believe in the content of the post enough that you don't even care if you lose tokens, more power to you. Let's that's, great. You're, you're, that's what, how you're choosing to spend your money. Um, but as far as this post continue on, he mentioned some categories and he mentioned the filter algorithm, how it's temporary. They're using like a, a an open source Reddit hot algorithm. They're going to update it in another post. Um, he mentioned how all of the algorithms are going to be completely transparent and open, which is something you can't say about something like Twitter. Like, I don't know how the Twitter algorithm works. Cheney, I don't know if your Twitter feeds the same as mine, but I see a lot of frogs and a lot of chain link posts and I don't know how they get there. I, I have been uh, removing some of those as of lately and telling Twitter to please show me less. Uh, but yeah, seeing a lot of that too. A lot of green frogs. And I know I'm pulling up these posts quick. I'm going to pull up more uh, here. Uh, just so everyone knows, like I have a Telegram channel for everything EOS. It's t.me forward slash everything underscore EOS. The link is also in the description. Every time 
that someone makes a good post, or someone as in Dan, makes a good post on voice, I take a full screenshot of the entire page, including the comments, and I share that screenshot in the Everything Yoast Telegram channel. So I know there's only like 500 people on voice right now, but you don't have to feel like you're excluded. I will, will share it with you. Like that is my job as, as the, the voice whale here. I will share all of this information with you. That, that's, that's what I do. Uh, and some of them I'll even share on Twitter if, if I could, if it makes sense to do so. I did that this Dan Larimer post that I'm sharing now, I don't even have to go through the whole thing because I saw EOS Go shared it. I, I don't know if EOS Raider did yet, but I, it's because I shared it on Twitter. Uh, no one would have, only 500 people would have seen this otherwise. And I'm continuously uh, doing that. But I want to go to Dan's post on governance because this one, I think he had written for a while. And he was just waiting for the right time to uh, publish it. Yeah, uh, let's see it. So I didn't take notes to be able to speak completely fluidly on this. But he's basically outlining a new election structure where you're basically having like endless layers of, of, of voting in smaller groups of 10, committees of 10 for an election structure. I'm not going to try to read this. If you want to try to paraphrase it, you could probably do a better job than me. <laughs> uh, we're not seeing it. Oh, shoot. I haven't had my, sh I thought I had my screen shared this whole time. <laughs> I'm clicking on this screen. I had no idea. You're going down talking oh, about it. Oh, man. All right. You lost a lot there. I thought you were just enjoying enjoying seeing our faces on the screen. It's live, baby. What, what can we do about it? All right. So it's on the screen. You got the, the White House here. Um, so I'm definitely scrolling this. If you're watching this after the fact, I'm sure you could slow it down if you want to read the whole thing. I also shared the entire screenshot of this in the Everything EOS channel. So that whole spiel I went on. But the proposed election structure, you able to paraphrase this because I've been yammering. Uh, you know a lot. what? No, honestly, uh, I'm not. I skimmed through this earlier today, and uh, I'll be quite honest with you. I, I'm not uh, fully uh, understanding what exactly is uh, it was saying here. So if you want to give it a shot, uh, sorry, I mean, here, man. it basically has to do with creating like committees of like 10 people, reaching a consensus, electing one of those 10 people to go to the next layer up where you meet with the person selected by all of the previous layers, 10 people who came to a consensus and you just continuously work up in layers until you get to kind of, uh, so just like you're doing you're doing a, a base 10 uh, to come up with a, a political party uh to where everyone's represented by ultimately one or, or so many people per millions i guess is what you're saying yeah so under the let's let's read this this will be the dan, dan's paraphrase so under this model that was explained by dan in this article that i didn't read the whole thing uh this is what it would look like for trump to get elected under these terms trump would have to be randomly assigned to a group of 10 people and he would have to convince seven out of 10 in the group to support him mm -hmm. He would have to support his case based upon his ability to represent his group at the next layer up. This means he would have to indicate whether he thought he could make it all of the way with six groups of 10 voting seven slash 10. Man, this is complicated. Or, or he would have to indicate how he would be evaluating potential candidates at the next level up. And then everything's like randomly selected too. So I think like at each level that you go up that, the people that actually reach a consensus are randomly selected. That way it can't possibly be a, um, um, a po popularity contest. Yeah. So but, if you beat what he's saying there, if you actually beat six groups of 10, the way it's set up, you're actually beating a million other people. So even though you're only talking to 10 people every time, you know, uh, by the time you beat that second group of 10, you've uh, effectively beaten a hundred people a third group of 10 you've beaten a thousand people in the fourth group of 10 you've beaten you know it just keeps on going up hundred thousand people so um yeah probably a good time to thank dan larimer right now thanks dan i voiced the shit out of your post and i made some profit in the process i appreciate that uh but my question was i said finally done voicing it now that it's been a bit too rich for my blood Initial feedback, very thoughtful post of the unique approach to governance. Most pressing question left ask to ask is, what would step one be for implementing such a form of governance in any traditional government? Who would champion it and how would you get buy-in? And I asked that question because this thing's freaking complicated. Like how, how would you like have a proof of concept to even get this thing off the ground? And Dan's response, which was immediate, was step one would be to implement it someplace everyone could see it in action maybe 
to select community moderators on a social platform. Would that ben, be a social platform where you know they're real live humans and not bots? Hmm. Very, very interesting. And then he's also talking about forming a parallel government and governance uh, structure. So we talk about this like parallel election. Like what if before the 2020 election, we have like three or 4 million people from the US on voice and they're able to do a parallel election just right on here. Um, some of the feature requests we've seen have been polls. It would be amazing to be able to create a poll that's actually one person, one vote. You know, there's no, no chance of manipulation. Um, trying to go through here. Uh, information asymmetry. I, I saw as, I was, I was blown away that Dan was just responding to this stuff so quickly. Um, I'm not gonna read these completely, but let, let me go back to that governance. So Dan said that to prove this concept, like what if we could have this form of governance on a social platform? such as voice. And I, I don't think it, it, I think it's pretty obvious that he was talking about voice here. Um, and what I see is one of the futures of voice, and we're going to get into, you said we wanted to look at the, um, the proposal for the SEC. We'll finish the show with that. How about we finish this topic and then we're going to pull up the PowerPoint from before the launch. Well, sure. Uh, actually, let's, let's talk a little bit real quick before we leave voice. Um, you know, going back to your your use of the token, Zach, and, and the way yeah. you've been gaming the system, not gaming the system, gaming the, game. the system, Shane. Sorry, sorry. How you're not, dare you're you? Not, you're not abusing anything except, except Dan's a good name out there voicing his. his Let pop, me just show pop. everyone my post 3.7K, 2.3K, 3.7K, 3.7K, 2.9K, 3.7K. Man, don't let these fake beta tokens go to your head now, Zach. Uh, no, but seriously, though, what you'll see, and I think in the future, not only the voice tokens, but but and we talked about uh, having having you know, advertising the top comment, things that like you'll see different incentives uh, associated or added in. Uh, one of the things we're looking at with the US writer and expanding uh, beyond that is how could we we build into voice and what we think you could probably do uh, is have have your account mirrored on your website, your voice account, and everything that is uh, posted on your site gets posted directly onto voice, right? And if your users want to comment on your site and they want to KYC, you know, they can be on your site mirrored onto voice and earn tokens directly uh, from your website and be incentivized for commenting on your own mirrored website that's not even voice. So uh, we're looking, you know, considering things of that nature and what can be done. Other ways to gain it, um, not gain it, but other ways to play and associate with it, give additional incentives uh, for people to get the top voice. Give additional incentives for interactions. This is all public information. It's going to be available in the blockchain potentially. So uh, what you have there is the ability to create another token create the voice at squared token or, or something of that nature. And people that interact with you, they get additional incentive on top of what's going on. They like your posts, well, they get a voice, but they also get the Cheney token. And what can they do with that Cheney token? Well, hey, whenever I have a, a top comment, maybe you buy something from me and then I put your information with those Cheney tokens that you got. And you know, there's all sorts of fun things and different layers you're gonna be able to play in voice when it comes out. And it's gonna be um, an entrepreneurial heaven here, I believe. How about this? What if we had an everything EOS? People are always asking, how do I get on your show? Well, I don't get paid to do this. So I'm pretty much doing this in my own free time. Uh, what if on, I made a voice post and I say, whoever gets top voice, I will airdrop you an equivalent amount of my everything EOS tokens. And then I charge X thousand everything EOS tokens to redeem to be on the show or to be a sponsor on the show. And then you're actually getting some sort of value back from being uh, the top voice. I thought of the idea of doing an impromptu show. If, if Cheney didn't agree to do the show with me today, my plan, and I'll probably do it in the future, so heads up, was I was going to make a post this morning on voice and say, hey, I'm doing a live stream at 3 p.m. Eastern time today. Whoever's the top voice, leave me your contact information in the comments and you're going to be my co-host today. That's trading value for value. Yeah. No, no monetary, no money changed hands. It's value. I'm giving you a voice. This voice is actually probably worth more than being the top voice on my little post in a sandbox here. But this stuff's going to be cool. And like you said, with the everything uh, or the EOS Raider model is going to be awesome. Um, but I, I, the reason I wanted to get 
did you want to say anything more about the eos raider because i kind of oh no it's fine uh we're just looking at at different ways to grow and and integrate with voice and what we might be able to do there so uh, anybody wants to help us out with that or have any questions or comments so i I hope block one's listening and i know some people from there are um so we all know that these tokens are going to reset at the end of the beta right like what like i'm trying so hard to be top voice. I have like 6,000 more tokens than Dan Larimer. I'm a whale. I'm the number one. But like, they're all going to go away. They're all going to go. I'm doing it for the love of the game, man. I'm competitive. But uh, let me me just pull up this post here because this will make a lot of sense. I'm rambling. One of the things we saw, this is the PowerPoint that Block One, Dan and Brendan, and whoever else was with them, gave to the SEC. One of these things here, content tagging, correct? Uh, so you'll be able to purchase tags, buy tags. So wh- what they mean by tags is these categories here. We have business, crypto, culture, humor, miscellaneous. And the best way to think about these categories are to think of them like subreddits. Like each one of these topics could have its own rules of governance. Maybe someone's gonna buy the tag for photography. And then they're going to say, all right, Instagram rules, baby. There's no text minimum. You have to have an image attached to every post. And maybe there's a photography token in this community. Well, Uh, I I was thinking a little bit differently. I was thinking I could go back out there and buy the Everything EOS tag. And then every time someone used the Everything EOS tag, they would have to pay me two voice to be able to use that tag so i you and i have a different concept of what this what this was even playing out why buy it why buy a tag if it's not going to have some sort of monetary effect so if you want zach gall to use the everything he was tag and i bought it you're going to have to pay me rent to use it interesting because people search the, the the hot ones like if you search bitcoin hashtag on twitter for example it's used so much that if you own that hashtag if someone paid a little bit of dust every time they yeah. used it, it would add up. There you go. That, that's what I thought when I first read it. So you're probably right, but that doesn't mean that these categories, man, you just threw off my, my prediction here. Sorry. But I well, like the idea of them all having their own forms of governance. Like that's what I, I thought of whenever you said the EOS Raider thing, because what if EOS Raider was just another feed category? but you set your own governance on it. Well, so that's exactly right though. I still think that you you can do that. And uh, let's say you bought the everything else and you want people to use it. Uh, you can make it free, you know, free free the tag up there. And maybe you're right, that certain restrictions on the use of that of that tag. So I think it's, it's possible. I was just saying you can attach a, a monetary value to it as well. I, I think your idea of what it is is probably the right one, uh, the way you described it. But so all of these tokens are magic, internet money tokens they don't have value you can't trade them can't cash them up for fiat but what if all of the purchases made during the beta with those tokens what if you maintain property rights throughout the production launch but all your tokens got reset that way it's it's spend them if you got them and then if you don't spend them they all get burned and everyone starts the fresh slate so like if you owned a hashtag at launch cool that's your reward for being part of this beta It'll, uh, it, it, you know, it's going to be questionable how they set it up, Zach. It's probably going to be similar to the, the name, uh, buying the, the premium name service on EOS, right? Because you're going to have to have an auction. Uh, you mm-hmm. can't just have it wide open and everybody go out there and buy 10 million tags the very first day, I would think. Maybe mm-hmm. it can be, but that's my, there's not going to be enough value <clears throat> there. And who sets the rates at that point? Is everything going to be worth one voice? I don't know. They got a lot of work to do. I, I think know. it's probably going to be some sort of auction. I'm, I'm loading up on voice because I want to have that firepower that if I ever see a post that I really, really, really want to go to the top, I could do it at any time. Don't got to be squeamish, scared to lose my tokens. Uh, and I've, I've been voicing like crazy. I love getting people up to their first thousand voice. It gets them to the top of the feed. Any post I like, I'll get you to the top. I try to try to interact with people that are new, people that uh, just say, you know, coming on voice, making them feel a little bit more welcome, say howdy and, and give them a, a voice there. So it's, it's good. It's good for the community. What are their questions? Uh, so what did we miss today? I'll uh, give it to the audience. There's 89 people watching live right now. So thank you everybody hey for watching. This is incredible. It's so many, 90 people now. So many of you guys care enough about what Shaney and I have to say uh, that you're here live. And then we'll 
have about 2,000 more people watch it uh, over the next couple of days. So Wes is saying he would never use a hashtag if he had to pay. But what if that hashtag got you exposure to 200 million people that were uh, following that hashtag? Um, maybe you would decide it's worth one voice token when you get 100 a day or something like that. So I don't say I would never use that hashtag you have no idea yet on what those economics may or may not be no none, none of us i mean someone knows we don't know um but I, i'm just hoping that there's something we could buy during the beta that extends to the production i don't care if it's stickers i don't care if it's badges on my profile i want something that sticks to my profile into production because he, here's what i was getting to with the categories whenever i thought that a tag was a category and i, I was a little bit confused we know that post history is going to extend into production. So anything you post during the beta, the post, the pictures, the comments, they're all gonna still be there in production, right? So like the history is all still there. So if it were possible to buy and create a brand new category, so like, let's say I create an everything EOS category or an EOS category or a Bitcoin category or what? And I build a community in there, I spend all this time building and finessing and molding this community and i have like a, a like an organ i have like a dow like structure for my moderators of like seven people am i gonna like have to give all of that up at the end of the beta like i, I built that community I, if you all of these different categories uh in the feed the business the crypto the culture the humor myths philosophy i would assume that they're, they're starting with not a lot of them. I think they need to add a pets category. They need to add a lot of categories, but I think it is smart to start small because there's so few people on voice that like if you had a poetry category, you'd have like five people that like it maybe. Uh, so I think they have to be pretty broad here at the beginning. But I think that the categories are going to extend. And if the categories extend during the beta, and if there's like a moderator structure inside each topic, and there's different like ownership or some sort of monetization. I don't know like the incentives that they have planned, but we, we, we do know they said that there'd be uh, incentives for doing moderation, but uh, we don't know anything about that yet. So. Yeah. So, so we don't know nothing. <laughs> we don't uh, know a whole lot yet, do we? A lot of no. speculation, a lot of fun doing it. But you know who we know more than? Canadians. No Canadians know <laughs> as much about voice as we do. <laughs> and you won't uh, for a while. Oh Lord. Uh, is there anything else uh, that we want to cover today? And you're the one with the plan here, so I'm following along for the, for the ride. Uh, oh, the one thing we missed. So we were talking about governance earlier. This happened before the, the voice launch, but we never talked about it here on Everything Yes. And not a lot of people have pushed his buttons on it. And I'm talking about Brendan Bloomer's tweet where he oh, mentioned yeah. a foundation. You want to cover this topic? Sure. No, you know, he, he briefly, what he says in here is that, that you know, other uh, chains, other projects don't necessarily have a, a, a company that is, you know, as helpful as B1 is. What they have are, are foundations. Uh, and he's basically coming through here and you can tell me what I'm, you know, afterwards here, but he's basically saying that, um, that maybe there'll be a, a, an EOS foundation and there's gonna be a, a voice foundation. So voice is scalable on-chain foundation has been our primary focus to date. There will be noticeably missing features compared to the incumbent social media and journalism platforms that have already seen hundreds of billions of investment. So uh, it's important. There's all sorts of foundations out there and they can do a lot of good things uh, for EOS and for voice. Do you think that the voice foundation will be in New York? since that's where voice headquarters is located we have to ask Sala that yeah we should yeah hey Sala, let us know if you're watching man let us know yeah. where it's going to be yeah I, I think this is great so uh i remember a long time ago um when the wps on eos got shut down uh the first time so it was like the end of the summer 2018 brendan said he was in favor of worker proposals just not at the sorry not at the base layer well voice is essentially I mean, it's, it's, it's a layer of itself. It's parallel to EOS right now. But what if voice, since it's like real people, real consensus could be reached, uh, what if like different things could be funded through a foundation with consensus of the public? Um, I, th I think there's a lot of opportunities for like more of a democratic 
a governance system for like everything, not just this foundation, not just for WPS, but just simple things. Like I said, like, I would love it if a category, a photography category had different governance rules for their posts. Something yeah, simple so like that. This goes back, you didn't have this one pulled up. This goes back to January 30th, where he says, dedicated foundations that aid the marketing and governance of a public network can be powerful and unifying force for decentralized iteration, especially when held accountable by free market competition. And he tags EOS. Ah, uh, um, so I, I, I shared, a, so, so the screenshot I shared said voices on chain foundation. So voice has an on chain foundation, which is what we call a DAO typically, because we're all people on the internet. We're all coming to a group consensus by voting. That's what I see for that. So I shared the wrong one. In my mind, I was looking for the, the public network one. Right. Uh, so he's, he's comparing it later to uh, the Bitcoin foundation and uh, how that's controlled by, by you know, a decentralized uh, group. Uh, that are continuously elected to non-dictorial. So that's what he thinks uh, might come to EOS and, and how that's built using voice potentially. We'll have to wait and see. Interesting. So, I mean, we've heard rumors of the EOS DAO for over a year now, the EOS Foundation, the EOS Alliance. Which one's it going to be? I don't know. But um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I, I think there's a lot of things to be bullish on right now with, with voice, with EOS IO, which is not an investment. And EOS. Right. So there's lots of, of, you know, people that say that Block One isn't doing a great job of, of marketing, you know, EOS. And not that that's their job necessarily, but no one is, uh, there's no company that's marketing Bitcoin, no company that's necessarily, well, you know, Ethereum kind of. Yeah, so that consensus. But anyway, but Every the point is there's foundations that are doing this work. Um, and so if there was a foundation, some of this stuff could be taken care of. Some of them are doing a really good one. job. Uh, that's one of the things Tezos is doing really good right now. They have an active foundation. They're, they're, they're doing a good job at like engaging the community and getting people excited. And Tezos, I don't even know what Tezos does still. I know you could bake, I know you could <laughs> yeah. bake with it. I know you could earn divs on Coinbase. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a smart contract platform, but I don't know anyone building on it, but that doesn't mean nobody's building on it. This is not investment advice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but a lot so of people Casper are making a lot Fish, of money on Tezos. Yeah, Casper Fish says, yeah, the foundation is needed to promote the main chain. EOS isn't necessarily present at many crypto gatherings. Uh, we need to market, and B1 really isn't doing that. And they're doing a great job with code. They're going out there and they're selling you know, uh, EOS uh, technology to, to companies, I'm sure. But you're right. Are, are B1 employees going out to these third-party um, cryptocurrency blockchain uh, platforms and meetups and and promoting the, the EOS, not really. We need somebody to do that. Yep, and I, I think we're going to see B one market hard their own product. They're going to market voice to the yes. public. They're going to market EOS IO to the public, especially to enterprises. I could see them going to every big finance conference in the country and and outside of the country, and not DeFi, but finance, like where you know traditional accounting firms are going to be. That's, I think, the target demographic for like the enterprise movement for EOSIO. They will probably uh, they point will... back to EOS and say, "Look, it's a success. Here's what we've done. The biggest, you know, the best. This is our this is our baby." But uh, they're not necessarily probably going to be marketing EOS itself. You're right. Never. I don't think they'll ever market EOS. Uh, not not in the way that we would like them to, as, as like EOS hodlers or as a as a value a value proposition for the hold, holders. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's. Uh, we've been over an hour. Our audience yeah, is dropping off. We're down to 83, but we got to wrap it up. But people say, with voice, if voice isn't on the EOS mainnet, what value does voice give to the EOS mainnet? So if you ignore everything that Brendan's saying about how EOS is the only chain that can run voice, let's say it never runs voice. I believe that EOS will be the, the main trading pair between all the other EOS IO chains, including voice. And I think that regardless of anything, it's going to remain an index of EOS IO development in the same way that Bitcoin is an index of the entire cryptocurrency ecosystem. Ethereum's not built on Bitcoin, not even close. But when Bitcoin goes up, everything goes up. It, it is an index. It's an indicator. And whenever all of these enterprises are building on EOS IO and there is a little checkbox whenever they're using their blockchain as a service, and it says, I want my chain to be publicly secure. 
And what that means is it hashes the block headers to a public network from their private network. It's going to have a list of all of these public chains. And it's going to be a negligible cost because they could probably batch them. So it's like every five mm -hmm. minutes, every 10 minutes. It's going to be like a couple bucks. It's going to like, I don't know what the amount will be. It depends on how many transactions you're making, but it's going to be so negligible that the difference between using the EOS main chain and any other public network is going to be so minuscule for this one feature that they want. All they want is their block headers hashed to a public network and nothing more. They're going to choose EOS. Yeah. EOS. And you got, you got the, the, the recognition, the, uh, like you said, the financial security uh, of, the, of the chain. Yeah, every, I agree with that. Every, yeah. It, it, it's, but, it's, but I still think that you're going to yeah. have voice integration somewhere down the road in multiple facets, pre-counts, uh, ability to transfer tokens, et cetera. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned about that just yeah, yet. I think it'll be the settlement layer. I agree with uh, Wes Carmichael here in the chat. But I think this is a good spot to wrap up. We've been going about an hour and 10 minutes. Um, I'm not sure when I'll see everyone again. I think I'm going to do another video later this week. I don't want to announce the guest yet because we are still uh, work, working on things. I do want to give a little teaser. There is um, a, a pretty big DeFi project that will be announcing a DSP and their use of liquid oracles very soon. So they'll probably be on the show next week. Later this week, I have a, uh, I, I can't give away secrets. I, I got to stop giving away secrets. But I think I'll be back this Thursday or Friday. I, I, I'm not going to give up the guest. Uh, Shady, when, when are you going to be here again, man? I love having you. Whenever, whenever you need me back, I'll be here. Now, I will say that I'm in a spare office today. I've got people around me. So my, my uh, closure here today on the Everything EOS uh, exit uh, might be a little bit more quiet than you're used to. So I apologize for that. All right. I'm going to put the flame up to signify the burn. Oh, it looks cool on the green screen. Uh, and we're going to say, <laughs> bless today's burn. Bless us for... The inflation <laughs> being turned down. Until next time. Burn I'm baby Zach, burn. Burn baby burn. I'm Zach Gall. And I'm Cheney Moore. And this, and this is, is everything, everything EOS. EOS. Go EOS. Go EOS. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, guys. <laughs>